and welcome to another episode of Esports Connected. I am your host, Megan Van Petten, and I am so excited to have Titus Walker, one of our newest members today on the show, to learn all about what he's up to over in Virginia. Welcome to the show, Titus. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. And uh, you've recently joined the community and uh, applied, I think, have been accepted to the leadership program. Uh, yes, not officially, but I've heard, I've heard yeah. through the grapevine, you are yeah. um, already a huge community uh, leader and quite an OG. You go all the way back to 1995. Yeah. Um, so, so welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about uh, the Ultimate Endgamer League. Yeah, um, so we started, we started about four years ago, um, and the concept is more about uh, un understanding and mastering the art of gaming. Uh, so we look at gaming from more of a um, artistic expression side, uh, where when you're playing the game, the way you play it is um, how you feel in that moment. Uh, and so we want to kind of demonstrate that and show that in a way that uh, you can determine who the best gamer is based on their skills in the art of gaming. And so um, so we kind of collectively came up with the five major competitive genres, uh, being fighting games, sports games, shooting games, racing games, and strategy games, created one, um, one match, if you will, out of that, where you're going to compete and try to master all of those different styles and be able to demonstrate that mastery, similar to like the UFC and how they combined all the different fighting genres and then you duke it out to figure out who's the best. We duke it out to figure out who the best gamer is. Um, and we call that gamer the master of gaming. We call them the end gamer, which is where the ultimate end gamers league comes from. And so um, created the concept, created the word. We own the word, but um, but the, the end gamer is the master of gaming. And uh, and so we're very excited about it. It's, it's done really well. I remember when I was in my graduate school program and, and it was a master's program and I was like, so I'll be a master. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's just fun. Mastery is fun. And, yeah. you know, who's to say what mastery is? I don't think I've heard a lot of, of mastery of gaming. Yeah. So are you saying that you bought that domain or as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. So we we um we created the 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 pro the the IP, if you will. We created the system of how to how to determine who the master of gaming is. Um, and we've started to kind of build out. We have, uh, we have more of a uh, a way of determining the skills that people are good at. And so, uh, an example would be like in shooting games, you're working on real life skills, hand eye coordination, decision making, split second um, yeah. movement, holding angles. And whereas in fighting games, it's like pattern recognition, understanding the defense or understanding your opponent, um, that type of stuff. And so, we found ways to kind of test those skills and really put them together in a way that. That works really well. Um, we actually recently partnered with Aim Labs, um, and we're building out a system of uh, of being able to calculate um, someone's skills in a fighting game, a sports game, a shooting game, racing game, and a strategy game, um, all collectively, and determine how well they are in the mastery of gaming. Uh, and so we're we're really excited to to really bring this out to market. Um, like I said, we've been doing it for four years and, and really mastered it um, to where now we feel like it's as easy as understanding, you know, basketball or football from, from the outside. That's really cool. 
Is there, is there a physical component you ever see being part Absolutely. of your play? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sitting down like a lot of uh, the esports system the way it works now you're going to sit down you could practice this same game over and over for eight hours straight and then go into the tournament and you you can play in that tournament the same game you were just practicing but it's there's nothing like having to uh play a, a different game losing it and then sit down and play the next game right away and then go into the next game and then into the next game um and having to remember all those buttons and all of the the parts of the game and, and really understand, you know, how you're supposed to play it. What was the game plan before going in? Um, and it feels more like, more like a sport, you know, where, yeah. you know, it's like boxing, you get punched in the mouth and you still got to remember the game plan. Right. Yeah. And this, you lose a game that you hope to win. It's like getting punched in the mouth and then you got to sit down and play the next one. And you got to remember that game plan still. Yeah, really. That's interesting. Um, I I'm, I'm really excited to learn and hear more. Um, it's, it, it's not anything I really have heard. Of. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the so, only one that exists. So uh, yeah, it's just yeah. us. <laughs> well, congratulations. Now, are you the founding father of this? Yeah. Yeah. I created, created the system. Um, me and my wife actually created it, uh, in my, in my kitchen. Um, like I said, about four and a half years ago, uh, we kind of built it out and spent, we were up till like 6 a.m. for like three, four days straight trying to figure out how it could work and, you know, determining how, how you could go from one game to the next so quickly and, you know, all, all of those different things. It was it was a lot of blood, sweat and real tears that uh, that happened over yes. that. Yeah. And, you, you know, you you've just recently joined our community and I saw a couple of things about you that really piqued my interest. You have quite a following already. So yeah. what's the, I mean, would you consider, what is the benchmark of success? What for you, for you personally, because that's really what success is about is how you feel on the inside. And I know you've had a tremendous amount of success in your career. We'll get to that. But yeah. what's the, what, what does success look like in this UEL esports. Yeah, space. great question. For me, um, success would would look like uh, people all over this country and others finding a sustainable career in esports, something yeah. that they can you know take care of their family with, um, that they can you know buy a house and and have a family um, doing what they love. I think gaming provides so much entertainment. Uh, and there's a lot of entertainers in the space, um, especially in the esports space. But I, I feel that they are not receiving a fair share of of, um, of what they're earning. Um, I think they're bringing in a lot more money and a lot more of a community to these games, uh, and they're not receiving their 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 fair share. So that's what success looks like to me: creating those opportunities for for not only the gamers, but you know the the streamers, the commentators, the you know the videographers and and uh, production stream the, the the stream techs all of all of the people involved creating something an industry creating creating an industry that's a big yeah. big ask but that's what i'm doing <laughs> and you've been around you've been doing it a long time um yeah. you know you say since 95 and it was really since you were four yeah. so what were you playing when you were four because in 1995 not a lot of people were playing that at four years old yeah. Um, so my dad, he got a, a Sega Genesis and 
we were play we played Mortal Kombat. I, you know, the the exact age is is, is a blur, but I, I it was as soon as I could think I was playing Mortal Kombat. As soon as I could press buttons, I had a controller in my hand. Um, and Mortal Kombat was the game of choice. It was something that really was fun for me to be able to to compete against my dad. You know, him being a lot bigger than me, but still yeah. being able to compete in a in a fight. Um, that that was just something that was so different to me and it kind of brought sure. me into the the space um that I think a lot of gamers experience now where um they feel at home in this virtual environment more than they do you know in the in the real world to some extent yeah for sure um yeah and I and I and I think it's so fun when we I remember the younger I was the more dexterous you know, I had more dexterity, like I had more of a chance than I do now. Like I am a worse player than I today than I was in my teen. I was just at, um, where was I? I can't remember. I was in an arcade and I did, uh, one of the driving, uh, and I'm, I'm worse. (laughs) (laughs) So what's up with that? How do you measure, how do you measure your progress? And, and what, what's your, uh, What's your take on that? I think um, I think games develop differently too over time. So I don't I don't think you're worse as much as like you don't have the time to spend to really develop the skills That's that are necessary. Fair. I think that that games have really developed since. I mean, Mortal Kombat you could you could press one button and do a twenty hit combo when you when it yeah. first started, right? Um, and it was just the punch button. Now you have to really understand the different um, the different combos and. And you have to like be able to go into training and do that research and spend that time. Um, and a lot of times when you're older, you don't have the the ability to do that, which again is, is um, I think in a way that's something that I, again, I want to fix. I mean, if we can give an opportunity where uh, players can do this for a living truly, then they will be good until they're in their thirties, forties, you know, and maybe even into the fifties when, the, when we can give them the time because we're paying them for their time to do it. Um, I think a lot of the reasoning behind games, you know, that the retirement age of a gamer is like 22 or 25 or something crazy. Like, and there, and a lot of that is because like, you can only do this for so long before you have to do something else. And when you start doing something else, you sacrifice the time that you put into it because, you know, some of the best gamers, some of the best fighting game players, you know, on the planet, uh, are still in their you know early twenties, late twenties, mid twenties, whatever, but their career earnings are 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 nothing, like nothing in comparison yeah. to what they've brought into this this gaming community, and I think that makes it so that they have to retire sooner than they want to. When you don't have the ability to put this much time and this much effort into it as you do when you're a kid, um, you know it, it's going to happen. So I, I don't. I mean, I'm sh- sure you, you may be a little bit worse than you were then, but I, I doubt that you're really as bad as you think you are in, in comparison to um, how much the, the games have just developed and you just aren't used to the way they play. That, those are all great points. Um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a good perspective that you have on um, just winning and staying yeah. in the game, like anything in life when you're the best at something, <laughs> there is no accident. You're putting mm-hmm. in the time. You're yeah. putting in the time. It's all sacrifice. 
It's all sacrifice. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what attracted you to the association, the leadership program, the structure of building a chapter. What um what went what what was there for you? Because from me getting to know you in the small time I've known you, you are a very unconventional man and <laughs> found a lot of success out of the box. So it's very interesting that you're coming in and wanting to do this structured uh, esports certificate. Yeah. Um, so it, when I came into this esports world, I, I like I said, I've been gaming since forever, but yeah. I didn't really know about the esports world. I grew up in a different I was very poor growing up um, and spent most of my time like from uh, my father went to, to, to jail when I was about nine um, and he spent most of my childhood um, in prison. So I didn't I didn't have we didn't have a lot of the luxuries of like when Internet came out, we didn't really have Internet. So it wasn't like I, I even knew about the online gaming experience. It was really just if I was, you know, home playing with my, my brothers or whatever, that was as competitive as we got. Yeah. And as I grew up, I still never really knew about it. So when I started to transition and started doing this esports thing, a lot of it, I felt like I had to do on my own. So, so like, I didn't know that there were like-minded individuals that were trying to build esports as well. Right. It was just like, oh, I want to do this. And I think that it's a great thing. So I'm just going to push to do it. And it really wasn't until very recently that I realized that there's a lot of other organizations out there that are trying to build up esports as well. Um, and it wasn't just me. And so finding an organization like this, the, of full of like-minded individuals that are really trying to push the um, the, the agenda, um, was something that was um, intriguing and something that was exciting for me to really get into. Yeah. Um... And we're glad that you found us. Um, so we, you know, we're launching our first of our kind. Oh, hi there. <laughs> I think we have a, a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, that's my son. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right wow. <laughs> nice outfit, buddy. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's little Titus. Yeah. You just never know what he's going to show up at. <laughs> his third podcast appearance so that's awesome that's awesome yeah, With he that goes costume? yeah no he just he's uh, he's so into skeletons it's very weird but um yeah he's very into skeletons like he just he loves them he he knows every bone on the body like he knows the femur versus the humerus versus it's it's wild that's cool yeah that's awesome Maybe he'll be some sort of a uh, surgeon of some sort, orthopedic. He's, Those he, are the bone he, doctors. He came to me and said he's going to be an archaeologist, and I was like, I don't know where the heck you heard that, but he likes okay. bones. Yeah, so. yeah, that's cool. So is he uh, playing the games yet? Oh yeah, yeah. He's already beaten uh, Mario Odyssey. Um, he's three. And he, he's beaten Mario Odyssey. He's already, he can get on Roblox and play all the games on Roblox. He does, he does all the obstacle courses on there. Um, what else? I mean, he, he, he can play a lot of different games, but uh, mostly Mario Odyssey, Roblox. Um, yeah, those. 
Well, it was nice to meet him. What yeah. what a what a nice what a nice young man. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, you're you're a family man. You're an entrepreneur. Yes. You have a background in real estate. Yeah. Uh, several children. Um, what's your secret to success? Man, uh, I I would say probably my biggest secret to success is um, just research. Um, I spend a lot of time looking into every part of anything that I do. So like when I first got into real estate, I didn't just look up real estate and how to understand real estate. I dove into economics. I started taking like economics classes. I started watching all kinds of videos, videos on, you know, the, the, um, the industry and, you know, the ups and downs of it and understanding from a macro micro, like all of that, um, and and finance dove really deep into finance and, and how that all works. Um, so it was like, that gave me almost like a superpower that, that really helped me, um, push my career in a direction that, you know, that there is nobody that could touch me. Um, and I've kind of kept it that way my whole life. Um, and when I so when I dove into esports, it's the same thing. It was a every every bit of esports I fully understand, and I really dove into it. And having the background in in um, real estate, where I was doing, you know, I did everything from a, a ten home community. I would I would you know be a part of like the land development, and so I did a everything from a ten home community to a two thousand home community. Um, and so those you know, learning that those little nuances to doing all of those different things um, really helped me to to understand fully um, that when I got into esports, I was able to kind of see it for what it was instead of all of the like the hype. And again, being on the outside of esports for so long, I could look at it with a fresh set of eyes and know like, you know, four years ago, esports was like everything everywhere. It was like, you know, it could do no wrong. People were spending hundreds of millions of dollars on these esports teams, and you know, oh, the, you know, some this person's buying a League of Legends team, this person's buying a Valorant, this is buying, buy, you know, and it was like, oh, this is gonna last forever. But me coming from the background that I had, I know that it definitely does not last forever, and that's not how it works. Right. And so I dove into the true, like the real finances of these companies. Like when Phase went public. The only thing I paid attention to is what the, I could see now, what their 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 uh, sheets looked like, what their actual finances looked like, what they were actually able to do, bringing in revenue and sending out rev and sending out uh, expenses. So that was what I paid attention to, and the hype is great, and you need the hype, but um, but you also need something that's sustainable for everyone involved. You can't have something that's not sustainable for the sponsors and advertisers and expect it to last forever. Like you have to create something that they can live off of so that now you can live off of them, right? Um, and and something that the gamers can live off of so that you can live off of them and the developers can live off of so that you can live. It has to go, you know, it has to be full circle or it's not gonna work. Um, so that that gave me that superpower, you know, coming into esports, I did all that research and, um, and now like, you know, I created a system that, um, would really be able to be that full circle, be that 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 thing that's going to allow all the future uh, end gamers, gamers, developers, whatever, um, a true path to uh, success. Yeah, that's great to hear. Um, and that's what we're trying to do as well yeah. is 
empower people. And we're not saying don't go to college. As a matter right. of fact, every chapter leader, we're encouraging them to partner with a university. Because I think what a lot of people don't realize, like I'm in a post-grad program right now. My classes are $125 a semester. Yeah. Because I, I take it for no credit. Yeah. And, you know, that's nothing. Yeah. So we, we, we are encourage anybody and everyone to, you know, find your path to, yeah. you know, what is going to empower you to learn. Like, you know, so I need a little bit more of a structured program. I'll read and I'll find myself, you know, just, you know, kind of dancing through, you know, YouTube or Wikipedia. But if I have to be in a class where I I'm oh I think we got our skeleton guy back here. <laughs> yeah. See, you gotta say how well I'm in the meeting. <laughs> I didn't get to see him this time. Yeah. Yeah, he knows yeah. the routine. Yeah. <laughs> Little Titus. Um. Yeah, I think that from you know just understanding your own way of which yeah. you can get to the next level yeah and and life is just a class we're just mm -hmm. one human race trying yeah. to get along here on earth while yeah. we're in school called earth school yeah. <laughs> and yeah. being the best we can be to achieve what we need to achieve and keep leveling up right yeah. so that was exactly our um our design for this uh, very first of its kind esports leadership program, and you're in the first cohort. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's really it's exciting, you know, to have you. Um, tell me a little. Do do you take a lot of different certificate programs? Like, what's your or are you more of a, you know, Zoom class or read a book or listen to a book? What's your learning style? Man, I have, I am, so I read a lot, um, like a lot, a lot. Uh, I've probably read like somewhere near like 50 to 100 books this year. Yeah. Um, so I read a lot and it's normally like uh, something in regards to business or um, I, I do a lot of like body language training um, and um speaking that type of stuff uh and so i would say that um reading is definitely a big one but um more than that i when i was training like on on uh, finances and stuff like that youtube was like gold like going to youtube and you know you, you have to vet who you're who you're listening to and who you're watching but when you when you find those people that are willing to kind of share their skills and that's kind of what you know the the trade association has been for me finding those people that that can share their skills and me be able to share my skills and uh, things that i've learned and and try to help you know where i can um though not everybody wants your help of course but you know finding the people that are are, are interested in, in in working with you and um like-minded like i said that that's really been um, what has helped a lot in, in wanting to join and wanting to be a part of it. I mean, the first week was just like constant. I had it, like tons and tons of meetings with people that were all just a part of it uh, that all wanted to find a way to help or find a way to be 
Uh, and some of them weren't a part of it, but they knew of the trade association or whatever it was. And um, so it was just, it was awesome to, to really kind of find my, my tribe, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like I did, I did find that in, in the uh, association, but as far as learning style, I, I will learn if you, if you give me a, a you know, a week, I can learn about anything anyway. I, I really, my learning style is, I guess, kinetic, but not really. Um, it's like, I can, you know, if I really want to, I can learn anyway. And you know what? I think, I love that answer because I think so many people, um, when they're passionate about a topic, will just, you know, up. Yep. they'll find their way. And that's yeah. what I love about this industry I've worked in. I have worked in so many industries, I can't even tell you, and I can't wait to come to eSports next. This is our magazine for our conference. And it's just amazing. We have all of our members listed and it's it's just a great takeaway to have for, for you know through the year. But I've worked in over 20 industries through, that was a magazine and a membership. So I just brought here what I've done in a formula that I know works. Yeah, but, but what separates gaming and esports from any other industry I've worked in is just the passion, the commitment. I thought the fantasy sports players were connected. You know, they play their once a year. You know, and they do their 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 draft and that. But there is nothing like yeah. a bond of playing video games together in yeah. community online and in person it's just it's like nothing i had ever ever seen or experienced and that's what i love i love bringing a formula of a trade association community always sharpening you know taking it up a level and 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 then like like you'll see in the middle of your program we have our capstone event once a year we all get together, you know, there's meetings all over the nation and world, but getting together under our big tent where everyone's welcome. And, and, and so many people want to know, okay, who's going to be there? And I'm almost like, I don't know. <laughs> Look at our member directory. Look at who was here last year. I don't know. Like, what should I do? I'm like, just be there. Yeah. Um, I had somebody last year say, um, gosh, I can't remember. It was a question about meeting particular sponsors. And I was like, treat everyone the same. Mm -hmm. You never know who you're talking to. And that same yeah. person came to me and said, Megan, I had lunch with a real billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I took your advice. Just, yeah. you never know. You never know who you're talking to. Just treat, just be cool. Yeah. Be kind. Yeah. And I think um, to to the point you were making before, I think like the language that we, because it's it's a language, gaming is like a language, right? And it's something that we can all speak um, fluently. That's why I see it as art. You know, it, it's, yeah, it like is that. a form of art um, that hasn't had its, I don't think it's had like a true expression um, in a way that, that people fully understand yet. But anyways, I, I think that, um, it's a lot like, and I, I work with um, Rock Nation a lot, and um, they are they love the way we we do the gaming thing. And um, the one of the um, directors, uh, Beehive, he's Jay Z's cousin or whatever, but 
and manager, but he um, he says that gaming is just like um, the music industry was when he was coming up. It's like the wild, uh-huh. wild west. Like yeah. it's like at this point in in esports and gaming, nobody really knows how to make it work. So it's like nobody really knows. You have some people that are selling CDs out the back of their car, and others that are you know putting the the CDs in in a store shelf and seeing if that works. And then there's others that are you know just giving them away, and there's others that are. And so everybody's trying to find or make a way in the industry. And yeah. once somebody finds that that the, the way that works, everyone will kind of latch onto it because then at that point, and I think that a lot of people felt like it was the um like having the major like uh uh tournaments and events at these different locations and stuff like that. So you had like the Panda Globals and the, you know, all these major groups that thought, oh, this must be the way to do it. Um, but I just think that there was a key, a very key issue uh, that um, they didn't really fully understand, just like in music, where if I put together a community and the community was based on Snoop Dogg's music, right? Um, and so we build up that community, we get sponsors and advertisers, everybody comes, everybody loves that music and they're here for that, right? If I'm never going to get to where I'm making a billion dollars before... Snoop Dogg is going to be like, hey, what are you doing, man? This, this is my, <laughs> this is, you know, this is my music, right? It's the same with developers in their game. Like they've spent a lot of time, effort, money, you know, um, into building up this game, this IP of their own. It's theirs. It's their project. It's their art, right? And so you can't just take it and build a community on it and then call it yours and expect them to never come for you, right? Eventually they will. Uh, and I think that's what's happening a lot now. And yeah. when I when I first got into the industry, it was the big glaring like, oh, my God, this is going to be a problem. Like, I, yeah. I was like, I'm not doing that because this is going to be an issue. Who knows when? But it's going to be you're you're not going to be able to build up these massive communities. And everybody told me, like, oh, you got to do it the same way everybody else is. Why don't you do it this way? Why don't you just do a normal tournament? It's like, yeah, because you don't see what's coming, but it's coming. Like A normal <laughs> tournament, tournament is going to get your community is going to be taken from you. Um, and there's, I mean, it's in a way it's like, like music, you know, back in the day, it's how it was, you know, labels were very different back in the day and they weren't signing everybody. And you did have to do a lot of the stuff on your own and you couldn't just put this, this stuff out in, in, uh, you know, the, and stream it to, to, and just have it blow up on, you know, YouTube or Spotify. And so uh, I think gaming is, is very much in that same place, trying to find its way um and you know it came up with the name esports i don't know five six years ago and and everybody ran with it and thought it was something new but um it really hasn't been it hasn't evolved since its original esports tournaments in you know the 80s with atari yeah yes i couldn't agree with you more it's it's exciting and challenging yeah to be in the um in the rush of it all yeah I guess one of my words of wisdom is just patience Mm -hmm. patience 
I always say pacenzia to the team because that's patience in Italian. <laughs> Pacen, it just sounds better. Yeah. You know? And um, we really pride ourselves on leading with a servant, you know, mindset. Yeah. And truly no collaboration is really where it's at, not competition, even though <laughs> at the end of the day, there is competing in gaming, but we, you know, we're, I think as a as a world we're coming together with gaming. It's so yeah. it's so cool. I've never seen so many multi-generational groups of people and you know, I have parents that come to me and they're like, I need to understand this because yeah. Yeah. it's so cool. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, join us for game night. We yeah. have game night on Discord and on LinkedIn, you know, a little place for everybody to play a little. It's like, yep. you know, you do trivia night at, or trivia at libraries at bars or wherever, you know, you can come do, I think we had a game, we had a game night on Halloween. Little Titus would have loved it. He could have worn his skull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. It's just fun. People, people that play together, stay together. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the community that, um, that you build in gaming is like, it's one that, you know, the the people, everyone involved is different, right? And, and has different parts of them and they all are in different industries and, but they all speak that language of gaming and there's something special about that. Like, you know, you can find connections that you never would have thought existed um, until you realize, oh, wait, we have this similar thing and this thing is a huge part of my life. You know, I know it's a huge part of a lot of our lives, um, and it's an even bigger part or part of the next generation's lives because they, they, whereas I grew up kind of in the beginning of where it was like really taking off, of, you know, gaming is huge now. And so a lot of people growing up now, two out of three households in the U S are playing games. So it's like, now it's, it's, it's a part of every, everybody speaks that language. And yeah. so finding, finding the, the commonalities, um, are a lot easier, uh, if you have gaming with it. Yeah. And, you know, more and more people have resorted to the mobile gaming, you know, for some of the same challenges that you had, yeah. uh, internet or, uh, you know, equipment. Um, I, I, I personally love seeing college programs getting, you know, uh, game lab, gaming labs yep. and yep. not, you know, having to go to, um, very far to practice and do their, yeah. and do their, you know, their passion and their love and their sport. Um, I mean, I certainly took advantage. I took for granted, you know, that we had a track or we had a football field and yeah. kids don't even have computer labs, yeah. you know, let alone gaming labs here in Chicago. Um, so I'm, 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 I am very grateful for that awareness that was raised around like we need, we need to get internet for kids. We need to get them computers. We need to get them, you know, computer labs and gaming labs and practicing. And we need to officiate this here. So that, that's that been really fun for me to see. We definitely, as an association, took the scholastic path more than the um, other options that we could have taken. So we're, we're very grateful. I think there's something in both of both paths, you know, the scholastic and the professional side, you yeah. know, having, 
because once they're out of it, you know, once they're out of that, that college, giving them something to, to strive for, uh, like I said, it's a part of my dream too. So that when they're out right now, it's like, if someone says that they love video games, they're like, Oh, well, you should do it. And that's like, wait, what? <laughs> that's not <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not the same at all. Um, or, <laughs> Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, right away, like who you're talking to yeah. you know? and it's okay. It's, it's awesome. It's yeah. a, you know, it's a vibe. That's for sure. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's funny. That's super funny. So what's next for UEL? Um, so currently we're, um, working on a, um, a TV show, um, where it's it's going to be about the the ultimate end gamer so they're you know going to battle it out it's similar to the ultimate fighting champion like yeah. we're following that same blueprint um of course and uh and i think like they're gonna you know basically determine who the the best gamer all around is so they're gonna you know they have to be good at all the different skill sets yes um and uh like i said we're partnering with aim labs on that uh concept and um and then we're uh we're looking to um also put out a um we have a major major tournament announcement which i won't get into now because i realized like i probably shouldn't yet but we're gonna do a big another big uh tournament um this one that we're doing now is a hundred thousand dollar tournament we're actually in playoffs so we have um yeah so we have the next week we have the final four and then the finals are is on the 19th um okay so that's that, that's uh we got a lot um going on right now a lot um but i'm excited uh, to watch that film yeah 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 it's gonna be good um the show's gonna be really good we're we're really excited about it and i think that um it's gonna really what we really want to show is that you know gamers we want to be able to put a a spotlight on the different the diversity of gaming um, yeah. and the different types of people in gaming and help people recognize the people that aren't involved, um, help them see that, you know, they're all people too. Um, and so we have really creative ways of doing that. Um, so it's going to be, you know, sure it'll be about the game, but it's going to be a lot about the people too, uh, the people involved in gaming so that, you know, we can kind of take that, that stigma. I can't stand the stigma of, um, of gamers because <laughs> I just think like, People are like, oh, they're all introverts and this and that. And it's kind of just, it's wild to me to think that you put that label like introverted. That's like, everybody thinks that all gamers are introverted, right? And and the, the, the thing is like anyone that is outside of their element is introverted while outside of their element, right? That's so right. if your element is inside of this virtual world with your 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 friends that you've never seen and you know playing you know and expressing yourself artistically in this world if that's your environment i can tell you right now those people are not introverted when they're in their environment just like if i placed somebody that's never been in this virtual world in a party with in a party chat with you know a bunch of people they've never met they're going to be introverted in that world anybody right. taken out of their element is introverted when they're in that new element and they have to kind of work their way around. That's but, right. Um, so gamers are not inherently introverted. I think a lot of the world is introverted when you're taken out of your element. Sure. But I think that um, gamers get that stigma and then that turns into like, you know, you can't hire them or you can't do this, you can't do that. And I think it's just, it's, it's ridiculous um, because they have a lot of the skills that are needed in the world today, um, but right. they're not 
there's no spotlight placed on this on those skills they don't you don't understand how those skills translate yet yeah yeah very well put very very well put and it it, it takes something um to have that 360 view mm -hmm. that's super that's super cool um because a lot of even the parents that i speak with they just want to understand their kids mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um i'll tell you what I say most of the time is I say, sit with them, watch them play. They'll start talking. Don't talk. Just listen. Yeah. Just be with them. Yeah. You know, goes a long way. That's where, you know, I talked to you about everyone communicates to you connect. You want to connect with your kid that's gaming. Yeah. Watch them play. Yeah. You'll connect pretty quick. Yep. Yeah. Heck, maybe you play with them. That's, you know, that that's another level. The next step. Prepare right? to lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's a part of it. Like you expect, it, a lot of parents expect their kids to go outside and, and play and do this and that. And it's like, okay, well then you should come inside and play with them every now and then. That's right? true. That's, it's, that's, it's, you're, um, you're an out of the box thinker. I can't wait to uh, see what you think about the program and the certificate that you're getting. And uh, so people that are interested in your company, where, where can they find you? Um, at uelesports.com, uh, uelesports.com. -E and then uh, on all social medias at uelesports. So um, we're on every every platform um, at uelesports. And then you can find us on uelesports.com. Well, thank you for being on the show. Any last words you'd like to share with our friends that are listening? Um, no, I, I, if you're a gamer, um, hey, be great. Continue to, I always say outwork. I get that, that, uh, instead of working out, just outwork the competition and you'll always be better than everybody else. You just work harder, you know, outworking everybody else means you're gonna, you're gonna have it. So do that. Couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you for, for being on the show today, Titus Walker, everyone. And um, you'll be seeing a lot more of Titus as he's our chapter president of our Virginia chapter and leading the forge on the East Coast. So thank you for being with us. I'm your host, Megan Van Petten. We'll see you soon.